Welcome to the thoughtleadership.biz podcast. My name is Chris Makut, small business owner, engineer, and passionate technology advocate for making our lives better. In this series, I share my vision of the future of technology and industry through the lens of a safety and productivity pioneer. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another engrossing episode of ThoughtLeadership.biz with me, Chris Makut. Today, folks, I'm in a good mood for two good reasons. One, it's our second season anniversary. And two, because we're talking about happiness. And yes, unbridled business bliss can exist in the business world if you believe Ben Shahar and Megan McDonough co-founders of the Whole Being Institute. But before we get stuck into the nitty-gritty, let's take a moment to think about what happiness is in the wider context, because it means things to different people. When researching this article, I figured the most sensible place to find a good definition for happiness was the dictionary. But it seems I was wrong. Here's the dictionary.com definition of what I found. The quality or state of being happy. Gee, thanks. That's the equivalent of saying the definition of orange juice is juice that's in the state of being orange. However, at the risk of sounding like a Zen master from a cheesy 1980s kung fu movie, it's true to say that the lack of definition is a definition in and of itself. In other words, happiness is subjective. How do you define yours? For me, Happiness means kicking back on the sofa with a beer or a nice cold glass of whiskey and a couple of buddies feet up, maybe watching some football or a good movie, creating amazing content, and of course, connecting with amazing people for thoughtleadership.biz. Or even watching some cheesy 1980s kung fu movies with suitably poor dubbing and ridiculously fake facial hair. But that's just me. The question we're asking today How can we be happier in life and business? And how can we help colleagues be happier too? To answer those questions, we apparently need to look no further than SPIRE. That's S-P-I-R-E, the acronym. The happiness strategy created by Ben Shahar and Megan McDonough, co-founders of the Whole Being Institute. They suggest that business bliss begins with the breath. And no... They're not talking about introducing Buddhist meditation into the boardroom. Instead, they explain that the word spire can be found within the word respire, meaning to breathe, the act that keeps you alive. That sounds like a reasonable starting point, and it's generally accepted that it's difficult to be happy if you're dead. And being dead isn't good for business either. Apparently, the acronym SPIRE represents five parts of the whole being spirituality, physical, intellectual, relational, and finally emotional. And the approach taught encourages you to know yourself better and understand the value of which is uniquely and wonderfully you. Hmm. Sounds a little more like the back page blurb from a retreat center brochure rather than a strategy for increasing happiness in business setting, but let's continue. Ben and Megan explain that when you become grounded in who you are, 
it becomes a source of energy. While respiring or breathing keeps you alive, spire well-being seeks to keep you enlivened. Alrighty, so there you have it. The secret to happiness is to know yourself better, to be grounded in who you are, and then surf that enlivened energy all the way to the bank and beyond. Sounds good to me. But how do we actually do it? How do we teach others to do the same? Because business is a team effort, right? Before we go there, I'd better remind you of a few quick ways that I'll bring a little more business bliss to your life right now. Be sure to check out my newest articles, podcasts, and more at www.thoughtleadership.biz. If that's not enough, you can also catch me in person on YouTube or listen to my regular rants on Spotify and Anchor.fm, as well as Apple and Google Podcasts. I also shamelessly promote myself on Twitter and LinkedIn, where you can subscribe for notifications. Okay, so now we've got an overview of what Spire is supposed to do. Let's delve a little deeper in and have a look at the nuts and bolts of this philosophy of living, as I'd like to call it, rather than just focusing on one or two of the spire dimensions. The focus is putting on living in all five, all the time, and they're interconnected. It's that completeness or wholeness that produces what founders call the inevitable state of whole person and well-being, and enables nurture, growth, inspiration, and pleasure. In other words, pure happiness. The first dimension is spiritual. This dimension is concerned with the personal and experiential side of things. It's focused on finding a sense of purpose in life and explores the question, what is the meaning of life? Or is that too much to chew on? What does life mean to me? The spiritual dimension is non-religious and asks us to be mindful of life experiences, connect with them and appreciate them. And, in doing so, make some sense of them and make them more meaningful. The second dimension is physical. Now, if you're anything like me, physical exercise isn't exactly on the top agenda. But, that's one of the things that needs to be changed right away if you're serious about Spire. The Spire approach encourages us to rethink how we eat, sleep, and exercise, as the mind and body are closely connected. Activities like yoga are recommended, but not necessarily in the office or during office hours, because they help to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for regulating our unconscious actions. Apparently, an incredible 95% or more of our daily life is controlled by our own subconsciousness, which means we're basically zombies for most of the day, which I guess does explain a few things. So, in a nutshell, getting active helps increase happiness. Dimension three is intellectual. According to the SPIRE model, nurturing your creative energies and engaging in meaningful learning activities is a great way to increase well-being. We're encouraged to take more of an interest in the world around us and captivate our curiosity. By engaging in literature and arts, which are excellent ways to increase our intellectual capacity. I guess I would call it thoughtleadership.biz literature of a sort, right? Which means that by reading my articles and listening to these videos, 
you're actually increasing your gray matter, connecting with your whole being and supercharging your chances for happiness. Now that's what I call a public service. So now that we've nailed the first three dimensions and got the good vibes flowing, it's selfish not to share them about, which is why Spire's fourth dimension focuses on relational. This dimension is about the community. It's about creating harmonious, symbiotic web of relationships with families, friends, and even complete strangers. Within reason, I guess. Be careful of those zombies, right? The basic idea is that we should actively aim to engage other people and have meaningful exchanges with them as frequently as we can. In the office, that can mean having a quick chat at the water fountain with a co-worker you've not spoken to before, or perhaps a word of thanks to the cleaner. I'm sure you got the idea. The idea of meaningful micro-exchanges, pleasantries and polite, engaged small talk, are important elements of the human experience and potentially enrich ones too. There are many chances every day to connect better with people around us, but this is an increasingly hectic and demanding world, especially in the business world. We often miss them. The fifth and final dimension is emotional. This dimension is related to our emotional balance, our sense of harmony and equilibrium within ourselves. That sense of emotional stability is what centers us and our relationships with others. It's also the foundation for resilience, which is something that we all need in our everyday life and in our work, especially as business leaders. Having a great IQ is, well, great, but it's not enough by itself. After all, there are plenty of examples of uber-intelligent, successful business people who are complete schmucks and whose entire company, and family probably, hates them. Are they powerful? Sure. Rich? You bet. Happy? I seriously doubt it. No matter how you define great relationships, the EQ or emotional quotient is fundamental to it. The ability to understand yourself as well as empathize with those around you means that you are much better prepared to build a network of meaningful relationships in your personal and professional spheres. As a result, you have higher chance of being happy, and your business has a far higher chance of ongoing success. But creating that whole being happiness and professional success requires more than simply understanding the spire concepts in your brain. You have to actually live them. All of them. All of the time. And that's obviously easier said than done. So we've covered the first question, how can we be happier in life and business? The answer is, give Spire a try. But what about the second one? How can we help colleagues to be happier too? Well, the answer is simple. Lead by example. After all, that's what good leaders do, right? On that note, I'll finish off with one of the undisputed heavyweights of outstanding leadership, Abraham Lincoln. It might seem strange to end this article with the words of a dead president, given the fact that Spire is inspired by the idea of life-giving breath. But good old Abe was a wise man indeed. He once said, folks are usually about as happy as they make their minds up to be. And I reckon he was just about right with that. Whether or not you are inspired to give the Spire method a go is a personal thing. 
It's entirely up to you. Personally, I doubt it's the only key to creating business bliss, but it's probably something worth trying. Who knows what's waiting behind the door to happiness? An acrobic old man in gold pajamas, probably? This is Chris Makut. See you next time, and don't forget to breathe out there. Thank you again for listening to this ThoughtLeadership.biz podcast. I'm Chris Makut. For additional information on this podcast, including additional sites where you can stream from, make sure to visit us online at www.thoughtleadership.biz in your favorite web browser. I wish you a safe and productive day.